bosses it's the digital princess and you're listening to the boss experience where we share our personal stories as lady entrepreneurs now go ahead and follow and subscribe the boss experience podcast and welcome alicia with the fresh and clean graphics serious inquiries only she is the owner of the leash agency and you can follow her at the leash agency on instagram to view her work maybe a little bit while we chat today so ladies i've been doing my research and it turns out like a boss is born every eight hours so multitask with us learn a little bit we need 20 minutes secure your headphones buckle your seatbelt, and turn up the volume because we're about to inspire you leash i love that intro hey <laughs> Thank you, Honey Bun. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. Thank you. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. And like today I need you to really keep it real with me because we're talking mm-hmm. about giving up the goods. Mm, okay. What's a business without a logo? No visual? No ma'am? So <laughs> we need people like you. You feel me? We need mm-hmm. you. And I want to know what's it take for you to give up the goods? So do you have a niche of clients that you work with? You know what? I absolutely love working with beauty brands and apparel um, brands like fashion because just the creativity that can go into it is so endless. However, I am open to working with other businesses, but those two are like my babies. So like when you do open up to um, brands outside of those two, do you feel that you run into more issues or less or, or do you normally regret doing it like dang why did I make this logo for for HVAC <laughs> <laughs> um you know what it's actually a challenge and I enjoy challenges that's one thing that sparks my creativity is when I'm challenged so I actually welcome working with brands that I'm not normally accustomed to because that challenge just might get me onto something onto something else <laughs> mm-hmm. right mm-hmm Okay, that's true. So your favorite, not your favorite type of client, your very favorite client that can remain unnamed. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite thing about them and how do they make your life simpler? I'm going to say that the the first part of that question I can answer, but it will not be that my life is simpler. But actually, that's not a bad thing because I don't really do. Like you said, you like challenges. So (laughs) I don't even know why I would think your favorite client would be not be a challenge. Like, level up. Listen, So when I get into it, you're going to understand. So this client that I start working with, um, first of all, because um, I was just so excited to start with the brand. They were like, you know, can you do this? And without question, I was like, yes, absolutely. And when I say I had never had experience doing it and I hopped right on Google and figured it out. And it was one of my first lessons to, you know, how important it is not to really say no necessarily um, just because you don't know how to do something because you can always learn. So it taught me like, if you want an opportunity, you know, take the risk. And I took the risk. And from there, it really just excited me to see how much I was actually capable of. The The resources are out there. Like mm-hmm. what I want us all to take from that is, can we start living like Wolf of Wall Street? Can you just claim that you are a white man? They get <laughs> jobs every day, B. Mm-hmm. Not knowing what they're doing or mm-hmm. they have never done it. Mm-hmm. And they in there looking sideways and talking to people crazy. Just put it mm-hmm. on the resume. <laughs> so you know how. 
especially if you're okay i won't say everybody but if you're skilled and you know you can quickly adapt i'm talking to those people that are just hard on themselves that's being honest like oh well I never did that before, so I don't want to tell them that I, I I can figure it out. Maybe they can. No, maybe it's you. Maybe it's you. Mm-hmm. All right. So tell me this. What's some work, like, what's an experience you've had where you had to refuse work? Um, I would say it's just something that doesn't excite me, to be honest. Like, if, if it's work that I can do. Just because I know how to do it doesn't mean I'm going to have passion to do it. And it might just do the opposite for me and maybe drain me. So I've declined work um, in the past. You know, now I have to decline work because I'm just too busy. But um, in the past, I've declined work because it just wasn't something that I felt my creativity um, could do. I would kind of have to lessen my creativity to do it and although it would have been easy it just wasn't something that was exciting and there was someone else I had better in mind for the job oh I see so you'll make that connection for them like hey you may not be able to use me but I know who you can go to Mm -hmm. right and I would I would probably say to give more of an example of what that would have been it was more like like boring corporate type of stuff where mm-hmm. they wanted just something really plain and what gets me excited is just being creative so that was actually asking for less creative so I was like wait <laughs> you know and it would have been easy but what I have wanted to get up and do it every day so sometimes I have to make calls like that to make sure that I'm always pushing myself and you know grinding in the direction I want to go yeah giving your 100% I don't like knowing that I'm not giving 100% either Mm-hmm. It's not a good feeling. Some people can coast through that, but I'm like, geez. Right. Um, I don't like that. So tell me this, like, how do you tell these people? Because I know you've seen it. I know mm-hmm. you've seen it. How do you tell them this design is ugly? We need to start from scratch. I'll say, girl, okay, so <laughs> how long have you had this? All right, you know, are you stuck? How long have you been being embarrassed? Okay. <laughs> Are you stuck on this? Are you open to wanting to look at some different options? I don't like to suggest something if I can't like come up and show them an alternative right away. Now there has been talk where I'll be like, oh, you know, I think we can do this and I might have to do it real quick. But sometimes I'll actually be on the phone with somebody talking, hearing their thoughts and ideas. And next thing you know, I'm like, okay, girl, I'm gonna text you. I just want you to see this real quick. Cause my, as my mind is going, I'm just like on the computer, drafting it up, ready to send it. So then they could get a, a look at what I visualized for a change, you know? Now I know nine out of 10 are like, whoa, right. <laughs> let's, let's switch that. Mm-hmm. Or is it 10 out of 10? Um, I'm not even going front. You know, some people will be like a little less open to changing. And a lot of times people are just kind of stuck in their, their way. ways. Mm-hmm. And they need a little bit of a push to open up their mind. Um, so every client wouldn't anor- like immediately be like, okay, yeah, I want this. You know, it may take some pushing and, you know, just kind of convincing that they need to change it. Because I've had people that had like really old school looking designs really not even want to hear any opinion about it needing to change but it was more out of fear yeah like people won't recognize me like good mm-hmm. exactly <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly the response it was like people know this logo this is the one like mm, all right <laughs> you say so 
Mm-hmm. So how long have you been designing? Was this always your passion or did you have one of those really cool career flips? This was just really random for me. Like I honestly was probably stuck like, what do I want to do? I kind of, you know, was thinking more so like business and then I was thinking like interior design. And so I was asked um, to help with the graphic at one point. And when I did it, I was like, I'm actually good at this. So at that time, like speaking now and looking back, I was not that great at it, but I had a passion for it. And so with that passion, I just kept like wanting to learn more and more. And then, you know, being self-taught just allows you to learn your own um, niche and then also get your own style over time. Mm. So tell me this, how did you grow your clientele from that point? completely word of my like I would just get referrals from people homegirls oh you know my girl wants one now and it, it would always be word of mouth but most importantly um it was because of how I treated my customers like they we would be on the phone for hours first of all they would call me about their logo next thing you know we're talking about other business ideas for them so just that personal touch you know Word of mouth just was inevitable for everybody that I, I work with. So tell me, how has your your prices inflated or changed? And was there ever a price you regret giving? <laughs> <laughs> First of all, the answer to that, I always had prices that I regretted because I was, <laughs> was too low. I didn't know a lot about the pricing game, period. I was just like, I knew that I love to do what I do. I knew that I didn't feel like work but I didn't know how to price it. And I would always hear people say like, you need to get somebody on your team to do your accounting, girl. You need to raise some prices. Wow. I'm not even gonna embarrass myself and say how low I used to be for a flyer. But, um, you know, it took a lot for me to raise them because I was like fearful myself. Like, oh, what if, what if it's too much? And, and I just really didn't value my worth like I do now. I was too tiptoey and too shy about it when in reality, I offer the full package. You're getting the service. You're getting the product. It's a full experience with me. Mm. So I love this. So tell me more about your website and how many years you were working before you decided to create, you know, like put up your portfolio and stuff. Because I feel like people miss a lot of money when they can't show their work. Mm-hmm. And like, I really appreciate it. I was like, oh, okay, cool. She has examples up here. And people are like, well, mm-hmm. I can do your flyer. And then they have nothing to show you. So mm-hmm. tell me a little bit about your website. What inspired it? Did you build it? Like, just tell me about it. Well, right now, um, what I use for my website is strictly just my portfolio to show my work. But the weird thing about me is like, I have not been really looking for clients for the longest. I kind of just wanted like two or three corporate clients and I was just to just kind of chill and, you know, lay back a little bit. But as I grow and as I continue to work, I'm realizing like, you know, I would love to actually have an actual agency. So I pursued having an agency. And so showing my work is important because the level of um, work that I put out, I want them to see like, this is what you're gonna get with an agency. I haven't officially hit the green light on it yet because, you know, I'm still in the background working on everything, but Mm -hmm. when time, I will be, you know, open back up to taking more clients and pushing out work again. Okay, y'all, she does these media kits too. And <laughs> I'm just saying, like, whatever magazine you want to get in, you can get in with, they're so nice. Oh my God, I hope you guys are surfing with me. 
okay um yes 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 so when you know we're digital i also i work in digital so so most of the time i only need a really good wi-fi connection okay Mm -hmm. i'm like Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) man my dad so tell me this (laughs) tell me the craziest place you decided to work (laughs) oh the craziest place i decided to work with wi-fi connection (laughs) With Wi-Fi connection? Yeah, okay. but you know what? You're graphic, so if you have everything on your computer, you don't necessarily need connection, right? For me, I do. Because I like okay. to, like, I just like to reference things a lot. So you absolutely was on point with that. I need Wi-Fi connection. Um, hmm, The craziest place I did, oh, yeah. The craziest place I decided to work. I decided at one point, I was like, you know what? When I first was ready to get out the house, I said, I'm going to get out the house, but I'm going to test it out to see how it is. So I found this place that was a shared workplace. The only thing about it is there was construction being done in there. There was like uh, metal cutting and also the um, individual spaces for the workers was it didn't have any like... um, any anything on the top so it was kind of like a cubicle environment so that was the worst place it was so loud I couldn't meet people in privacy I mean in private and it just was not a good situation worst you tried place. yeah <laughs> you see I was trying to hear like okay so I had went to Mexico so I'm on the beach but that would be the best place that would be the best place now because <laughs> we can work anywhere yes those are the best like to me worse is like it's just not a good situation to me mexico whether i could finish working or not that's a good situation my laptop's in the ocean y'all um <laughs> i will get back to you but i'm going with the flow mm-hmm. right <laughs> figure it out <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay, so I got you. This can be business or personal. Mm-hmm. But what's your biggest no man? Ooh. No man. Mm. Business or personal. Mm-hmm. Don't bring that to my table. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for me, it's um bashing another entrepreneur because oh, you snaps know, for that pause. Seriously. For real, please, because um, life has always taught me it's you, it's them today, and you tomorrow. So if you if you kind of you know chime in on all that, you're just part of the problem, and you're also being naive because if they're gonna talk about them, they they're gonna talk about you too. So you know when it comes to entrepreneurs and people kind of dogging other people's prices or how they work and stuff, it's really not my concern. You know, unfortunately, you have that situation, but let's talk about what you want to do over here. <laughs> right. I was trying to talk about your brand colors, sir. Right. We're not. We're not <laughs> no, ma'am. <laughs> no, ma'am. Okay. Leash, thank you so much for joining the Boss Experience today. Yes. You've been a pleasure. Um, I met Leash at the Boss Summit last year, and it was an awesome experience. She likes this extra, you know, customer touch. She's just an awesome person. She's going to listen to you, and she's definitely going to get the job done. So I want you guys to tap in. Yes. Make, tap in. Please please she's she's great y'all go (laughs) ahead and subscribe to the boss experience podcast please leave us a review let us know what you think make sure you show us some love when we post this up on wednesday and there are still four tickets available available for the boss summit Mm -hmm. so don't miss out grab a friend 
and get get what you need. Get your life together. Get your logo. Get your trademark. Expand your network. Don't 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 just let your life pass you by. <laughs> don't do that. Leash, tell the say something else real inspirational for the people. Close us out. First of all, I want to focus on you. You're the ultimate host. And the way that this just flows, girl, you do it. You do it every time. I feel comfortable. I could just talk about anything with you for hours. This just went so fast. So I just thank cry. you for your personality <laughs> and just your open, warm spirit. So that this is super bomb. Oh, I love it. You know, I be giving them out, but when it, when it's my turn, I'd be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, boo. And I cannot wait to talk to you again. Absolutely. Thank you. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Later. Bye.